Hey guys, it's Brad. Welcome to Remote Software Genius. What can you do or what can they do or what can we do is a, is a core question in business and personal development. And everybody needs to eventually be able to show their work uh, and prove that they're actually able to do something. So uh, let's talk about that. Um, first, I'm gonna kind of cover how developers learn. Uh, we constantly have to learn new technologies and, and keep up. Uh, and how we do that, I think, is kind of important in this discussion. Um, I'm going to talk about the impossibility of ranking developers, especially when hiring or ranking yourself. Uh, I'll tell you some stories about picking personal chefs or star quarterbacks. We'll talk about imposter syndrome. Uh, and then we'll talk about some solutions, some things that exist for a reason. Things like consultants and contractors and contract to hire and code interviews and all that other stuff. So the headline here when it comes to learning and developers is that 80% of developers are hacks. That doesn't mean they're bad. It means they're hacking it. Uh, they're figuring it out as they go. Um, so according to the Stack Overflow Annual Developer Survey, this one's 2019, 2020 is not done yet. 90% of surveyed developers say that they teach themselves when it comes to learning new stuff. Um, some, they also sometimes take an online course. I think anybody who's taken an online course knows that there's like variable quality in those courses. Some people get trained on the job, but again, they're hacking it. Uh, they contribute to open source software. The value of those contributions, who knows? or they also just do hackathons. So in order to keep relevant, developers are just making it work by kind of any means. Um, and they're frequently doing these, the learning at kind of the last minute, which depending on who you listen to might be an efficient way to do it. So just let's just keep that in mind as we talk about this. Um, there are a small number of people who are doing kind of big certifications or courses in person at kind of accredited places um, like boot camps or in-person courses at schools um, but that's the minority the the story is 80 percent of developers hack it every day and some people have to go <laughs> go do classes for some stuff so roll with me for a minute if, if 80% of developers are saying that they're hacking it, they're saying that they're learning on the job, they're saying that they're teaching themselves, how much of that, how much copying and pasting from Stack Overflow is actually just happening, right? How many people go and say, oh, I can do this, meaning they can Google and copy and paste it. And anybody who's heard me talk about this knows that I love Googling. I think, you know, learning the right way to do stuff is important, but if that's all you can do, you're in trouble. Um, but still, I think Googling copying and pasting, stack overflow, hacking it is forever going to be a part of development, software development. It's uh, it's an efficient way to, to learn and get stuff done. Um, the, the internet is our friend. Uh, let's not, you know, hate on that, but let's just accept that that's, that's how things are done um, and kind of work with it. So, Let's take let's take a step aside and talk about let's say you're 
trying to hire other people who aren't developers just to do some thought experiments. So let's say you're, you're, you want to hire a personal chef. Um, you might taste their food. You're going to find out, you know, how much it costs to have this chef, maybe compare it to ordering takeout, and eventually you make a decision on, on one. It's like pretty straightforward, uh, alluding to the title here, the proof is in the pudding, right? Let's, let's taste this guy's food. We know he made it. We can see him do it. It's like, it's a pretty straightforward uh, task here. Now, okay, what if we're instead picking a quarterback for our NFL team? You have other resources. It's a little bit more of a complex problem. You might watch their film. You might test them in a combine. Uh, but as we know from, like, maybe Tom Brady's performance in his combine, <laughs> where he went, like, 199th overall in his draft. I think it was 2001. Uh, that... That doesn't, success or failure in a combine doesn't always translate to success on the field. Um, maybe analogous to coding interviews as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, you also, for, for quarterbacks, you also have a pretty straightforward market for how much they're worth or how much they're asking for, um, even though it is, there's only 32 or however many NFL teams there are. It, you have data points, they're real data points, they're direct comparables between quarterbacks, and you still you make a decision, you have to. Um, you go forward with maybe incomplete information, but you do it. Okay, now let's, uh, let's say we want to hire a developer, uh, like the chef or like the quarterback. You want to see what they've done. You want to watch their film, you want to taste their food. But the problem here is, did they actually do it? Did they, did they do what they say they did? Was it copy-pasted? They, can they actually do it? It's unclear at first glance. You, you don't. There's not a straightforward way to get everybody's kind of data. Uh, so you can look at their GitHub or their LinkedIn. There's there's a ton of problems. Uh, there are a ton of ways that people can inflate themselves or overstate their contributions. Um, you might okay that doesn't work let's look at their credentials like i i want a, you know an mit trained developer um is is that relevant um it depends right like i think you know you got gates and zuckerberg as counterpoints to this uh does do degrees matter like um and it's hard to fake you know a college degree in, in cs but there's a lot of different tracks. I mean, you can study some pretty esoteric stuff, in, even in computer science, right? Like, I, for example, did computational neuroscience, right? Um, some, like, neural network machine learning stuff. And does that make me a great, like, C firmware developer? Uh, maybe not. Like, you need to, you need to know... I don't know, algorithms or data structures, and uh, it, it depends uh, really on this one too. So you can't see what they've done. Their credentials maybe don't matter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can interview them. Um, but are you qualified to interview a, a technical person like this? Uh, okay, you have a buddy who knows HTML or something. Is he qualified or she qualified? What about like 
even other developer adjacent people that are in your industry or, or your company rather a database administrator or a sysadmin like okay they probably aren't qualified to interview either so you can't see what they've done you their credentials may or may not be relevant you can't really give them a technical interview um, and okay what about even figuring out what they're worth uh, fine if you're building a website you might have compar comparables of oh I can use Wix or Squarespace or Shopify to make my own website so that I know what I'm willing to pay this guy fine um, what about you have a more complex problem that there's no off-the-shelf comparable uh, it's really hard to compare the salaries and rates and technical skill required for let's say a front-end more design focused developer versus a full-stack developer or a DevOps person who's spinning up thousands of servers instead of moving buttons around on, on a page uh, or a data scientist who really needs a strong like you need to know statistics and calculus and linear algebra in order to do well at that where maybe you don't need that elsewhere so the, the requirements the the rates the per hour salary are very different among developers so they frequently get frequently get lumped into one so it's it's tough so you're really in a bad place it's not straightforward you can't taste the food you can't see their work and it, it it's it's just tough so how, how do we deal with that um, so an aside here uh, developers no developers feel this about themselves too right it's like how do I know if I'm good how can like how can I how can I go on and learn like there's so many other smart people out there doing other stuff well every boot camp in the world talks about this as part of their curriculum here's just a screenshot on the slides from full stack academy which is a big time great boot camp based mostly in new york it's seventeen thousand dollars to do this boot camp right and here's here's their their article overcoming imposter syndrome how to deal with feelings of inadequate of inadequacy and become a better developer so this is something that developers feel and know um, not just people who are trying to hire developers so but maybe this is okay maybe being an imposter is a stop on the road to becoming a professional because maybe unique to this field of software development everybody has to learn quickly right your the decay of your knowledge is the, the decay rate is pretty high if you keep up with new tech you frequently have to begin working on a problem without knowing how to finish it, how to, what the end looks like. Um, that's not always true, but frequently is true. Um, and I'm going to tell you that discipline, work ethic, persistence, organization, and communication frequently matter more than your CS degree or your certifications. It's developing a system that works is more important than your kind of strength as a player. It's a uh, uh, Bill Belichick do your job kind of world out there. If you make a system that works and chip away at it and you know improve your knowledge and improve your code, 
improve your delivery in an iterative way, do it every day, do it every week, you're, you're going to be able to succeed. Um, so even if you can't, even if you don't know yourself how good you are or you don't know as a hiring manager or startup founder how good your developers are, if you set up a system to, to measure regularly, get feedback, see the work, you'll be able to, to make good decisions. And that, given the uncertainty and ability to inflate or even just make up stuff in, in this field, I think that's what you have to do. Uh, because a lot of people can say they're full stack developers, but really they're full stack overflow developers. They just can look up anything. And maybe that's okay. <laughs> put them in, put them in the rotation and let's see. Um, and I think you it's the only way you can assure success. And if you have success outside of that, you're probably not talented, you're just lucky. <laughs> or you massively overpay for people, which is another thing. But maybe only Google can afford to do that. We'll talk. So that's, uh, let's talk about some, some other ways to approach this and things that exist for a reason. So contractors exist for a reason. <laughs> Consultants exist for a reason. This contract to hire thing, try it. Encoding interviews, like these are all prominent in this field and their responses to this kind of market for lemons, this like weird used car market for developers that exists where like, is anybody, is anybody good? Is anybody doing what they say they're doing, say they're doing? Um, but even each one of these has their own drawbacks. So contractors, uh, you're really here, you're hiring soldiers who've done it before to come, come fight your war for you. Um, you got to know their, know their going rate. You, it's easy to overpay. Um, and because these guys are contractors, uh, they might want to get prepaid. Uh, that's, that's dangerous. And you just give somebody their money <laughs> before they, they complete the job. Maybe it's obvious advice, but it happens. Um, another thing that contractors might do is they might make you set you up to be dependent on them forever. Um, especially for startup founders, this is something you need to avoid. You need to, you need to know enough about the market and the technologies that you understand why they're architecting things the way they are and make it and support that decision and understand how you can eventually if you need to move away from the contracting relationship okay so contractors it's nice you pay they do it you cannot pay them if they don't deliver it's easier to see their portfolios. Um, solves a lot of problems, but not without their own drawbacks. Um, another route to go might be hire consultants. Um, it's more like hiring generals instead of soldiers. Uh, they'll tell you how to strategize and how to set up your, your army. Um, but it's easy. It, it, they frequently have fantastic pedigrees, big super companies, big super schools. Um, and it's easy to overpay, uh, and it's easy also for them to deliver high-minded advice and not help you deliver or give you something that <laughs> costs you way too much to deliver. So um, while I think there's, a, there's definitely a place for consultants, 
um, they they have drawbacks as well and they're especially consultants that that don't do execution as well um, are just something to you need to understand what they're able to do and know know the the next steps after you after they do give you their advice like i've seen consultants deliver fully fledged wireframes of a, a beautiful app that's going to solve all the world's problems and it, it was just the, the cart was way in front of the horse we it cost too much to deliver that thing and there was no mvp there was no te market testing it was just this is the solution okay you want you wanted to solve this problem here here's how it looks go build it our job's over and they walked away we never talked to him again it was awful and it also paid him more than it would cost to build an MVP. Um, contract to hire is another route, another good route. Um, if you can, if you can do it, it, you have a little tryout for your soldier. Uh, but the problem with that is, if you're on a, if you're a startup and you're on a tight deadline, um, the that little trial might not work. Uh, you might end up wasting a lot of time on somebody. Now. It'll be easier to get rid of them because contract to hire their contract first. Um, and another problem with this too is that the market for developers, at least right now, is such that uh, most really good developers, like the ones with, who can get offers from the big, uh, let's call them monopolies in the game, uh, won't will just refuse to do this. They're like, I can go work for Google for. You know, three hundred thousand dollars. Get out of my face! Like, I'm not going to come be your contractor. So, uh, you might not have a lot of success with this in this market. But if the market changes, I think it's still a reasonable idea. Um, another thing that's tough, especially for non-technical um, managers, co-founders, is coding interviews. It, you have to at least do this, right? <laughs> at least find some coding interview. Um, there's a lot of good stuff out there uh like code wars is cool hacker rank uh go go check out some options and give these people coding interviews um it's uh it's a must you at least have to send your little soldier to the firing range first um the the problem with this is that just like the the nfl combine and tom brady right like success in the firing range or success or failure in the firing range doesn't always translate to the field so keep that in mind um, so let's ignore my advice for a sec. Okay, Brad, nice, thanks. Yeah, we know you like contractors. We know like fine consultants, but I'm gonna hire a dev directly. Okay, here's what I think you're gonna do. First, you're gonna overpay, right? You you don't know what people's rates should be, um, and you might hire a recruiter to to figure it out for you. But the recruiter is gonna take an enormous chunk on top. Um, it's it's gross like you know the recruiter will charge you hundreds of dollars an hour and your developer will get 60% of that maybe <laughs> and you're just getting screwed twice it's bad um, fine but you got your direct hire maybe with it maybe through a recruiter maybe not uh, now most likely you're dependent on someone who can't get a job at Google so it might be an idiot, right? Like, and you're gonna let this person architect your solution, maybe. Uh, and if you're worried about dependency traps with with contractors, 
uh, get ready for him with, with little Jimmy, who you hire, because uh, he's not going to want to learn you know, the right tech to solve your problem. He's going to say, oh, whatever, I'm a full-stack JavaScript developer. I can do anything. Here's <laughs> here's the solution. Sorry to haze JavaScript. Sometimes is the, the answer, so sorry. Um, and... Uh, Letting little Jimmy, who you just hired, right, recruiter or not, find he's driving your strategy. This this person who you're not qualified to interview, right, is, is, is just going to drive the bus for you. And also hire other people. Um, so it, you could have your whole organization just rotting underneath you um, because you handed the keys over. Um, it, it's, it's really ugly and, and just unsafe for your money. Um, now you can pay big and assume you're going to get big right okay fine I, i'm going to find somebody who i know has an offer at you know a great place trust them and their vetting and pay up but you'll you'll end up listen this podcast isn't for people with that much money right if you can pay up right, if you can play with play in the same sandbox in terms of salaries as as google go do it right if you're trying to build something uh, on a kind of a reasonable budget, then this is the podcast for you. Um, and, and the other problem with, with direct hires is they might leave, right? Like if they can get an offer elsewhere, uh, they might. They might leave when the going gets tough. You might end up with a halfway completed project. Um, so especially if you're a startup or you're not not a, a technical firm like consider the consultant route consider the contractors it's like there's they those contracting and consulting firms exist for a reason they solve a real problem um, and it's just it's dangerous out there uh, so to to quote my man Eamon Gallagher uh, don't reinvent the wheel leverage contractors leverage consultants when you do hire be serious about vetting use code interviews try contract to hire if you can and you must know the market right again unless unless you just want to burn money if you want to go burn money go burn it but if you want to be if you want to live in a in a semi-market economy as your startup, your small business, or your big business, you got to know the market for developers, and you got to refuse to overpay. I'm doing this podcast in Philadelphia, but I'm obsessed with Bill Belichick. I, I think he's wonderful, and he's proof that you can build a dynasty without top draft picks. You can process is super important. Organizing people, telling them to do their job, giving them a small job to do measuring iterative development delivery all this stuff is important if you build a system to that build tests and delivers your software you'll be in a way better place than than just trying to hire the superstar so that's my advice to you uh somebody please send me a a video or a voice message rather the uh Link is in the show notes. I'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, we'll be back next week with more interviews. Have a great day, guys.
that's it for today. We'll see you guys next week. Feel free to send us a voice message, an email, or a LinkedIn message. You can see all the links in the show notes. Have a great week.